if you were to leave, the void that you would leave is not just amongst those who love you. Even if you believe somebody doesn't love you, there is always, and I'm saying this from seeing hundreds of cases, if not thousands, it doesn't need to be today. You can hold off till tomorrow. And then if tomorrow comes, maybe you try and hold off again till another day. A podcast hosted by Jody Tree, Leader Talk, tackles various leadership strategies that cover self-development, self-leadership, including spiritual and physical health of leaders. This podcast will feature guests ranging from military leaders, thought leaders, health and nutrition leaders, spiritual leaders, nonprofit leaders, and many more. The information provided on Leader Talk, Joe Dietschy, or guests of the podcast is not intended to prevent, diagnose, treat, or cure any disease. The information provided in the podcast, videos, show descriptions is for educational purposes only. It is not intended to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological condition. The information provided is not meant to prevent, treat, mitigate, or cure such conditions. The information provided is not medical advice, nor is it designed to replace advice, information, or prescriptions you receive from your health care provider. Consult your health care provider before making any changes to your diet, medication, or lifestyle. All right, guys, we're back on our next episode, and I'm so excited to have the Viking nurse come on, and hopefully he'll explain to us. <laughs> where he got that from i think i know where he got that from just you know yeah. if you're if you're watching this on the video you know why we're saying it but uh on audio you'll see later on but <laughs> but i'd like to introduce michael uh vanderplas he is a complete healer uh, as an icu uh, psychiatric nurse for over two decades michael has, has seen more life or death situations than most uh, this has given him an incredible insight into the total life spectrum. And I, and I love that total life spectrum. Yeah. Having flown over a million miles, his public speaking trainings, consulting has taken him to Brazil, Guatemala, El Salvador, Mexico, Canada, Holland, and Australia. I like, I want to go to Australia. I, I bet we cool. want to go there. Uh, in a lifelong quest to improve himself and those around him, he's completed a uh, long life goals in 19, uh, 2017, right? To become yeah. a master practitioner and trainer of hypnosis nlp uh qtt uh, which is quantum timeline therapy that's interesting yep. cool stuff and, yeah and in 2022 he became an internationally best-selling offer with his book debut stay strong overcome suicidal thoughts and live the life you always wanted and he's going to share with us uh where you can get that book and yep. Michael is currently working on a daily basis with active duty military service members with PTSD and suicidal ideations. He helps them overcome past and present traumas, build resilience, and form healthy relationships with others. Michael, thank you for coming on, my brother. Joe, <laughs> thanks for having me, my friend. Yeah, yeah. And please, can, uh, can you tell our audience uh, something a little about you, about yourself. I mean, there's quite a resume there. A little something yeah. that they don't know that they you should they should know about you. <laughs> uh, it, it, here's here's one. Uh, broke a world record with uh, 293 of my friends in Holland for largest group fire breathing at the same time. Wow! So, so there's that. Um, <laughs> wow! 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 I mean, yeah. where? How did that happen? I mean. <laughs> I got an invite. Um, a friend of mine got an invite and he sent that invite to me and, uh, 
he, I, and, and five other people were the seven Americans that were at that, at that world record in, in Holland. So oh, wow. Uh, wow. cool stuff. Yeah. I mean, you got any photos, videos? I've, I've got photos. I've got some videos. Um, not of, I don't have videos of that, but there's videos online. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, that is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Well, yeah. thank you for coming on, brother. And uh, uh, Michael and I met, we met at a mastermind in, near uh, Frisco, Texas. And uh, man, he's just a, a brother from another mother. Uh, you can tell he loves service members. Yeah. And he loves helping them to recover and to find hope, healing and transformation yeah. uh, uh, and getting out of suicide uh, ideation. And brother, can you can you tell us a little bit about uh, how you came into helping our service members and, and why? Why is it important? Yeah. So I'd actually heard about the program that I'm working at right now. I'm working at a psychiatric specific hospital. Hmm in Salt Lake City, Utah, Salt Lake Behavioral Health. I'll say the name, uh, free plug for them. Uh, no money goes to me on this, but that's fine. I care more about you being there and me getting to meet you. Uh, there's a program called Strong Hope. Uh, we have two units that are for men, two units are for women. It's primarily based on trauma. So uh, PTSD usually, uh, a lot of guys have uh, service trauma, uh, from either being on deployment or um, just some of the the day-to-day work of being military if you're not even in battles and stuff like that, just some of that stuff. But every single one of them, I swear, like 99% of those people have trauma from their youth as well mm-hmm. in some sort, because uh, most people do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was working... About four years ago, I was working as a psychiatric nurse for a year on an adolescent unit at a different hospital. And having read a lot of stuff, having trained for about 30 years on the mind and focusing on that, and then as well as my ICU experience as a nurse, I came up with a theory as to what the unconscious driver is for why people attempt suicide a common link for why everybody does that and uh, went back to ICU nursing during the COVID pandemic, did travel nursing. I was one of those travel nurses bouncing around the U.S. working in different ICUs. And while I was doing that, I felt this real strong pull. I don't know if any of you people have heard of Jordan Peterson, but I, I heard this one idea of his where he said, focus on one thing and get as good at that as possible and, and put that as your mission and see what it will open up for you. And I just realized, Hey, I'm with all these patients in the ICU who are really sick. Um, during the whole COVID thing, I thought, what if I passed away? And what if I didn't have that message available, uh, to the world? And so I got a book writing coach, a lot of caffeine, (laughs) a lot of pulling my hair out, frustration and, and, you know, four months of sitting down and typing a lot, editing, pulling chapters out, putting new chapters in. And I came up with the book. Uh, The last contract that I was doing as an ICU nurse, I ran into the CEO of the hospital that I'm currently working at. I was taking care of his mother 
she was a patient of mine. She uh, had some medical issues in the ICU and he got a copy of the book, asked me to please come out and work there and went out there. And I'd, I'd kind of heard of this program for a few years. And lucky, luckily enough, I got put up on that unit quite a bit. And I just work with the guys. There's two units, but I work usually on the fifth floor. Sometimes I work on the third floor, the men's units. And the love that I have for those guys is just huge. And now I'm just attacking it. I've been asked, in fact, in September. Uh, so beginning of September, I'm going out to Germany, to Bavaria. Mm-hmm. And I'm speaking at five different bases, speaking with the Garrison Command. Um, going to be on like a, a live radio broadcast for U.S. military through the country, uh, U.S. military, NATO allied forces, DOD. Uh, so doing that, uh, at that point in time, then there's, uh, two bases out here in Utah that I'm scheduled to speak out during September as well. So, wow, wow, wow. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and thank you so much for doing that, for looking out for our brothers and sisters uh-huh. in arms. Uh, because we, uh, we, as a community, we, we need people like you that, that, that love us genuinely, uh, because, uh, you know, sometimes we come out of the military service Mm -hmm. and we lose purpose. Sometimes we lose uh, a hope because there's a, there's a cadre of, you know, people you're always around. There's a mission there. There is something always to go for. And then mm-hmm. when you come out of service, especially with a traumatic injury or, or, or something that, that boggles the mind, you know, the people that, that, that just, uh, that, that boggles your understanding of how things should be. You lose a brother or a sister in a, mm-hmm. in a battle yeah. that you're close to, and you come out of there thinking it should have been me. Yeah. Survival regret, yeah. Yeah. regret. And then, but, and then coming across somebody like you that truly cares is, is amazing. And, and I want to Thank commend you. you for what you do because it, <laughs> it, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of strength for someone to do like what you do to pour your heart into people, to bring them out of that darkness that they're in. Yeah. Um, if, 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 uh, if I may. Yeah, please. On a few ideas there. With that said, it's the, it's the thing that brings it back in for me though. This is the most, re- I've been a nurse for 20 years, been in healthcare for many years before that. And this is definitely the most rewarding job that I have. Uh, with that, I, I want to touch on something you said, because it's so vitally important. So why not just jump into the thick of it right now? Yeah. And that's meaning. All right, folks, time for a sponsor break. So what do the greatest leaders have in common? You know what? The answer is simple and profound. The greatest leaders understand it is not about their rank or their title, but the people they serve. Like it said, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And I was from Theodore Roosevelt. So, guys, I'm telling you right now, guys, gals, take advantage of our People First Leadership Summit video series bundle with the two bonus sessions. Go to developleaders.live, developleaders.live. It is a great investment of just $27, guys, $27, and you get the 10 speakers, videos from the People First Leadership Summit, plus the two bonus sessions. Man, the people that have taken advantage of it, they're excited. They love it. 
They're going to do a yearly review of the videos because they believe that it's so impactful, and I do too. Take advantage of it now. Develop leaders within us dot live go there get it get the video bundle and look make this a best best investment that you can do right now for the near year to come or to finish out the fourth quarter strong all right back to our episode having that uh that life of meaning having a purpose there's a lot of guys who are coming to this program and they're med boarding out because mm-hmm. of their trauma and for, for some of them, it's the last step. Some of the guys, they come in, they've got a few more years. They're trying to finish up their 20 years, um, get full retirement. But there's quite a few who are coming in. They're getting med boarded out. And I'll ask them. I'll say, you know, and, you know, the therapist during the therapy, they I'm sure they go over this stuff, too. But, you know, the last few days, I, I pulled these guys aside as I'm just like sitting behind the desk, giving them their meds. And I just tell them, I'm like, Hey, Bill, John, you know, whatever, whoever it is. And I'm like, so going back to, you know, wherever they're like, yeah, what's your plan? I don't know. Is that going to be helpful for you? And I don't know. And they're like, no, I was like, so what you going to do first hour you get back. Uh, this, 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 this. Cool. What's your plan for a few days later? This, this, this. What's your main plan? This, this, this. What does that look like? What are the difficulties? And I love asking them through these things and and having it set in their mind. Uh, sometimes the purpose can be something as small as, oh, my, my purpose is to get home, see my wife, and give her a big old kiss and spend some time with my kids. Some of the other people, their purpose is, you know what? Um, I'm going to go up command and I'm going to try and talk with, you know, this colonel or this, this general, uh, and mention this, this program to him. We need to get this out more. There's two guys who are Rangers who recently left. One guy came in, stayed there for, you know, the four week program, uh, was gone about three weeks and then sent his buddy out there. The two, these two guys, I mean, one of them, uh, you know, can't disclose names, but one of these guys, he's a Sergeant major, you know, teaches at, you know, Ranger training and him and this other guy, they're, they're going up command to try and get more mental health help for the military. So mm-hmm. having a purpose, having a meaning is usually the thing. It's the biggest thing that I've found to help people get over their their difficulties. Victor Frankl talks about it in Man's Search for Meaning. I, I referenced that book. Frederick Nietzsche, you know, the, the German philosopher, mm-hmm. uh, made the statement, he who has a why can endure almost any how. And so so wow. that purpose, that meaning is a huge thing. So that's a, and that's such a definable thing for the military guys especially when they're leaving Mm -hmm. is is they don't have a purpose create that purpose for them so that is amazing because i mean in in the in the basics of humanity all within us there there's a a little what is the meaning yeah and and i and i shared you with my my story earlier in the in the green room Mm -hmm. of that meaning purpose for me and it, and it drove me to the point of suicidal ideation and almost committing suicide 
Yeah. And then later on in life, I started finding out my meaning, my purpose, my identity, and, mm-hmm. and, and how I can bring value back uh, into the community and the people around me. So mm-hmm. that, that is a big, that is a big, a big topic. And, um, and I like the way you ask them questions yeah, to get them thinking. Now let, let, let's go back a little bit here mm-hmm. if we can, because I think one of the biggest things out there is the families. Cause we had talked about families before and how suicide affects families. Yeah. And a lot of times, and we've also talked about the stigma, right? There's a mm-hmm. stigma around suicide. And the biggest question I always get when people talk about this is like, well, how can I help? Okay. How can I identify those things? You know, and, and for our listeners out there, uh, can you give them like one or two tips to help someone that they might believe is suicidal or has suicidal ideation? If you can give them a couple of tips for, from your expertise, your background, and what you've seen, and also uh, some tips out of your book. Yeah. Um, you know, can you share a couple with our audience so they can, they can, cause I'm pretty sure they want to know yeah. how they can help. So just real quick, and this is very brief, how I'm going to say this mm-hmm. as far as the stigma that impedes a lot of people to do the thing that needs to be done the most. Mm-hmm. And that's talk to the person. So I personally think part of the stigma, I don't think this is all of it, but part of the stigma, I think it's fear on behalf of the person who cares about the loved one and wants to give that and wants to communicate with the loved one. Uh, So let's say it's me and you, and let's say uh, you were thinking of suicide. And I think you might be thinking of suicide for the common person who doesn't have information, knowledge, skills, a professional license uh, as, you know, nurse, uh, behavior health tech, psychologist, licensed clinical social worker, therapist, whatever, counselor, uh, church leader, whatever. For that person, I think the person, like if that was me going to you with the suicidal ideations, I think for majority of the people, there's this fear what if I say the wrong things that puts you over the edge mm-hmm. or that loved one over the edge? Yeah, I agree. So I think there's a fear that I'm going to um, promote their, their going forward with their plan. When in reality, speaking to them, even if you are bad at it, because some people aren't great, you know, let's admit it, yeah. you know. Everybody says there's no bad questions. Yeah, there's bad questions, you know. Oh, you know. Potentially, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, but here's the thing. You know, done beats perfect. You know, we, we hear that, you know. Uh, practice makes, makes, you know, progress, not perfection, you know. So talking to the person. With the Air Force, I know in speaking with them, uh, I don't know if this goes across all branches of the military, but air force suicide is actually their largest killer since they're not Mm -hmm. boots on the ground so much. They're up in the air, Mm uh, 122 deaths last year, uh, to suicide. And that that's their largest killer. And so they have a program where I I think it's called just ask. Mm -hmm. And so that's the biggest thing. Ask, 
You know, you just say, because the person can lie to you if they want to, but maybe what they're waiting for is for you to ask. So you'd be like, Hey Joe, you know, I've noticed you've been bummed out a little bit. You just don't seem like yourself. Hey, you know, I've just really, I don't know why I've got this impression. You can say that everybody has impressions. doesn't need to be right. You can just say, Hey, I've got this impression. Just seem like you're under a lot of weight. How you doing? And then, you know, a lot of people will say, Oh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing fine. Great. That's a push away. And you go, cool. So how you doing? Hmm. I, I use that same question twice with so many people, especially these guys who are walking through. Like, hey, man, how you doing? Oh, good. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Huh. So how you doing? When you ask it that second time, that person usually realizes you really want to know. They're like, why? Why Why are you asking? You know, let's say they're to give us a pushback and just push it forward. Be like, you know, I know that I've had some suicidal thoughts in my own life. And I've thought about it sometimes and I'm kind of worried that you might be thinking that. That's something that's gone through your head. Yes. No. Okay, cool. Well, I'm here for you. I want to talk to you and, and then just talk to him and ask questions. The, the other thing about asking questions, not just like, what's your purpose? Why are you thinking of suicide? You know, for what purpose are you thinking of suicide? Uh, what's wrong that you'd like to fix in your life? By asking those questions, the person has to come up with the answer. It's not me telling them, well, you need to live. You need to stay here. Be like, what would be a good reason for you staying? So you're asking them, you're not telling them. If I tell you, Joe, if I tell you, anybody who's out there, something, your ability to reject my idea is huge. Mm -hmm. Because I'm just this other guy. I don't understand your world whatsoever. But if you say, if I ask the question, hey, why should you live? Just one reason. What's one reason why you should live? You know, they come out with it. They they give you an answer. Then, you know, then that's their answer. That's them coming up with it. It's an inception idea like that movie Inception. And if they believe it, if it comes from them, the likelihood that they believe it is so much greater. Now, let's say that the person says there's no reason. Just question them on it. There's no reason at all. No, there's not one thing that would make you live your life. If you could go back five years and change whatever problems led you to this, there's not one thing. Because usually the person will say something. All you need to do is put like, let's say you have a pie graph. All you need is one teeny little line to start opening that up, to start cracking their reality of, hey, there is one thing, one reason for living. So, you know, I've had suicidal ideations myself, um, you know, and I, I thought about my daughter, you know, wasn't in a good space with my wife, didn't even really care. Oh, if she finds me, no problem. And then the daughter idea came up. Oh, my daughter wouldn't have a dad to raise her. Hmm. What's that like? And so, so that's, that's a big thing is ask the questions, spend time with them, listen to them with the intent to learn information from them, not with the, 
desire for you to feel better about what you're going to say. We do that a lot. I do that a lot. You know, I, I think I've gotten pretty good at holding back, but listening. Here's, here's a tip that I say to a lot of people. And I do this in, I do trainings and certifications in NLP, uh, hypnosis, stuff like that. And this is, this is like one of my golden gems that, you know, you know, is one of the hugest things that I think is the most mind blowing idea. You ask somebody a question and they didn't really give you a lot of information. Here are a few tips of things to say to get them to give you more information. Huh? What else? Really? Tell me a little bit more about that. Well, what do you mean? And that last one is just plain silence. Like not even saying a word, just looking at them and just nodding the head and just staring at them and just keep nodding the head. Meaning like, I'm here, I'm listening to you, I'm paying attention to you. Uh-huh. Because hmm. people will want to feel that silence. And when you listen, it is amazing what people will tell you. I have heard incredible things from people, both good and bad. Um, just listen. Yeah. Those are, those are some huge tips right there. I mean, it sounds so basic, but it is yeah. just do it. My gosh, my gosh, that, that, I mean, those simple questions is just a deep well, mm-hmm. like you said, it was, it's a, it's a, like a little sliver in a pie chart. Yeah. Open up that. Cause all you need is a crack to get in. That's all you need. Just crack their, their reality of my life is so horrendous. There's zero exit, zero exit. No. What's the biggest problem you have in your life? I have no money. Okay. So I gave you $10 million. Let's well, yeah, but that's not going to happen. Okay, cool. But would that be a change? Yeah. Okay, cool. And what, whatever their problem is, just, just go towards that. That's another thing I talk about. I'm sorry to interrupt you. But in, in the book, part of the theory that I have in that, which is primarily in chapters um, three and four, yeah. that gets into it. And I get into like evolutionary psychology, but it's, it's very closely tied to spirituality and a higher purpose as well, a higher power. But with that, when you ask questions, when you go deep into the questions, you ask that surface level question, then another, and you keep on going deeper and deeper and deeper down. When you get down to that root problem of what it is, oh, I feel so much pain. Uh, nobody loves me. Um, I'm worthless. My family would be better without me. All those things. All you do is you grab the reverse mirror image of it. I, I, I always use this. So like, like this little thing. So they present with a problem like this. My life is hor- horrendous. My life is bad. My life is nobody loves me. Um, I don't have a life of purpose. What they're saying, what's going on in their mind is because we naturally see things negatively. Hmm. What's truly being said in their mind is that they want the 180 degree reverse mirror image of that negative thing they're saying. So for the person who says, uh, nobody loves me, they want somebody who loves them. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm not important. They want to be important. I'm so stupid. They want to be seen as intelligent. 
Um, you know, it hurts so bad. They want to feel good. So it's the reverse of whatever is the negative. So if you are willing to put upon yourself the weight, the yoke Mm. of, of being burdened with what their problem is of hearing them for a moment, it gives you the exact opposite answer of what they truly want. Now I hear some people say, um, you know, oh, that person's just seeking attention. That, that wasn't a true suicide attempt. Hmm. And, and, and that happens quite frequently, you know, and somebody says they're just seeking attention. Okay, cool. Well, then give them attention. Yeah. Because let, let me tell you this. If I give you attention and you're manipulating me, but you live another month and I take that bet, I'd rather be manipulated for a month in, in showing, having to show somebody more attention. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not necessarily a bad thing. And maybe if that person's alive, then they have the opportunity to learn from the example of you to become somebody who can be a pillar for someone else later. Oh man, that is deep. That is deep. Yeah. And that that's looking out for their best interests. Mm-hmm. because I've had that said of other people that were in my life um, that were going through suicidal ideations and actually tried to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. And when they said that, I, Oh, they're just trying to, trying to get attention. I'm like, okay, but you know what? Um, they, they might be, but they, they need it at the moment. Yeah. It might be a, a, a negative way of trying to do it. But like you said, they're, they're taking another breath another day in the meantime. And that is so true guys. This is something that you get. They may be going about it the wrong way, but help them to live another day Mm -hmm. because by you being active in their life, you're actually being support. And like, like Michael said earlier, you're going to be that example shit that they actually need in the moment for recovery. Man, yeah. that is so deep. That is so deep. And, and before we continue on, Michael, I, I want to make sure, uh, yeah. where can they find more about you? Uh, how can they get a copy of your book? Can you share with us your, all your social media stuff? And yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's like, it's weird nowadays trying to remember all the different things. Uh, the easiest thing to do, and I'm, I'm just going to let people know they can get a free chapter from my book as well. Uh, at this uh, website, just go to www.staystrongbook.com forward slash the number four and the word Utah. Okay. Just go to that. Um, and, and then it will have the option to get a free chapter PDF. That chapter is chapter two out of nine chapters of my book. And that basically gives Man, it's raining out here. It doesn't <laughs> rain that much in Utah, but it's like pouring right now. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, we're getting blessings right now just because we're talking about good things. Let's say yes. that. Yes, amen. But um, that chapter two talks about signs and symptoms and population groups of people who are more likely to commit suicide, um, signs to notice, to pay attention to, 
And that's a very important chapter. I had, uh, I think I told you when we were talking before we, we started recording, there was a person who I knew who, uh, if she would have read another page and a half, she would have caught on to a huge sign that her sister was considering suicide and her sister committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, she went back to reading the book, read another page and a half, and then messaged me said, if I would have only read this. And so that chapter is so important. I just want everybody to have it for free. You know, nothing like that. Just toss in your email and it shoots it straight to your email. Okay. So, so uh, just so you guys get it, uh, it's stay strong com forward slash the number four Utah. Yep. So guys, and it, that'll be in our description below as well. All of this contact information, get yep. the book. If anything, yeah. get the copy. I re- highly recommend get the whole book. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Call it a done deal. So <laughs> if if they want to just find the whole book, they can just buy that on Amazon as well. I've got it in English, Portuguese, and Spanish. So and it's uh what's the name of the book again? Stay strong. Okay, stay strong. Yeah. And yeah, uh for Michael Vander Vanderplass. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man, man, this is such a good thing, brother. I, I, I definitely appreciate you coming on and sharing those nuggets because yeah. Like you said, the the biggest thing is people have fear. You've already told them, hey, look, put the fear aside. Mm -hmm. Ask those wonderful questions that you provided for them. So, guys, go back, re-listen to this, take notes, and and take down those questions. Because it's better to ask the questions than to be regretful and not have asked the questions. And you know what? And and for me personally, going through a suicide experience, if someone were to ask me those questions, I would have felt, Hey, somebody actually cares. Yeah. Somebody actually cares about me as a person, as an individual to ask mm-hmm. those questions. I might not have thought of it at the time, but it would have made me think, consider and say, wow. Um, someone's actually trying to figure out what's going on with me, even though it might be a little bit painful going through a lot of emotions, whatever the case may be, I might've rejected them initially, Yeah. but ask the questions, guys, ask the questions. Well, if, if I can say another thing yeah, with, please, and I've used this line with, we've had some patients who've come in and stayed for 28 days, sometimes extend to 35 days at our program. And there's been a few, two or three where I've been very worried upon them leaving of them considering it. And, and I say this line, so adopt this line too. You can just say, don't break my heart. Mm. Hey, if I hear about you not staying, I, I, I don't like putting the words in their minds, you know, but if I hear about you not staying, it's going to break my heart and it's going to affect me for the rest of my life and letting them know that. And and so if you say that, that lets them know that you care. And I tell people this frequently too. And I, I believe this, honestly, I believe that when we create a bond with somebody, no matter if that person's on the other side of the planet, three blocks away, I believe there's a form of energetic bond tied to that person. And so I tell them, I'm like, Hey, you know, when you're feeling weak, when you're not feeling strong, just remember me and remember that I love you. And, and say, I love you more (laughs) like people, like my wife tells me that I say it too much. She's like, you don't love them. I was like, you don't know that I don't love them. 
I love all these people. I love you more, honey. You know, I love my daughter the most, you know, even more than my wife. But uh, she knows this. My wife knows. But but I love that person. Mm. And so why not say it? Say, hey, I love you. And, you you know, if, if it's guys to guys, just say it like dudes do. Hey, I love you, you idiot. Hey, I love you, you ugly. Yeah, you ugly SOB, you know, even though you're ugly, I love you. You know, you say it jokingly like that, like guys do, you know, and but they still hear it, you know, and and so it's important to to say that too. Now, before we continue on, uh, yeah, any medical disclaimers that you might want to share? Oh, yeah, we were going to do that right at the beginning, weren't we? Yeah, so <laughs> this is not, even though I am a medical provider, I am not your medical provider. Um, and so if you need the help from a medical provider, please do that. This is not, uh, medical advice. I I would say just as somebody who's been around people, um, seek out help at a higher level in, in some way that might be your best friend and your best friend might recommend you to, go to a doctor. You might have to go get taken by your family to an emergency room. You might have to take your family member to an emergency room if there's the immediate fear of suicide. Um, Nothing wrong with going into a facility for a few days, week, Mm -hmm. two, three weeks, something like that, taking a little bit of time. The reason why people have these breaks in anxiety, depression, uh, borderline personality disorder, uh, schizophrenia, suicidal ideations is because life has become too chaotic, too overwhelming, too confusing. Going into a facility might be the, the thing. It might be medications for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, uh, the way I was educated is that medications uh, don't need to be long-term necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they can be utilized as a bridge uh, while you're going through a rough time. And, uh, you know, with, with a, a good practitioner, you know, medical practitioner. So yeah, medical waiver, this is not, <laughs> this is not medical advice. This is uh, me just speaking. Yeah. And uh, also there's the suicide prevention uh, hotline. Yes. Uh, that everybody can reach it. It's at 988. I think that's 988. Yeah. And yep. it's available 24 hours a day, uh, both in English and in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So, so Michael, yeah. as we, as we conclude here, Brother, uh, is there anything on your heart that you just want to share with the audience before we uh, end this episode? Yeah. Um, One of the things I just want to share with everybody is just this reminder that your life is not your own. Uh, If you were to leave, the void that you would leave is not just amongst those who love you. Even if you believe somebody doesn't love you, there is always, and I'm saying this from seeing hundreds of cases, if not thousands, somebody will be crushed. In addition to that, you can always do it tomorrow. It doesn't need to be today. You can hold off tomorrow till tomorrow. And then if tomorrow comes, maybe you try and hold off again till another day. And third thing is breathe deep, Go for a walk. 
in the book, I explain the science behind why that helps. And there's a lot of information on that. We could riff on that for another hour and a half, but literally taking deep breaths and walking outside, especially if there's nature around, if it's a park, if you're in a huge city, if it's in the beautiful mountains, like I have out here in Utah, um, there's science behind it Mm -hmm. and just do that. And then come back and read some more of my book and you'll get the understanding of why, but it doesn't need to be complicated. Just do that. Yeah. Yeah. And know that you are loved. Absolutely. And that, man, that is so good. Mike. I'm, I'm so glad we, we brought you on board and he's, he's like a big Viking teddy bear. As, you know, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> if there's such a thing, <laughs> love you, bro. Yeah. Every, every time I see you, man, I just want to give you a big hug. Um, but man, I'll give it hugs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so please, please get Mike's book. It, it's called stay strong, overcome suicidal thoughts and live the life you always wanted. Uh, go to his book, uh, website, stay forward slash for Utah, the mm-hmm. number four Utah and brother, thank you again for coming on, man. And, yeah. and uh, definitely when I'm over in Utah, I gotta, I gotta holler at you. Oh, we'll see some national parks. We'll see some pretty out here. I'll take your, uh, you'll see some good, good mountain hikes. Yeah. And I, and I love that, that you talked about going to nature. Yeah. Walking around in nature. If you can go barefooted too, even better. Oh, (laughs) that's how I do a lot of my yard work, you know, not, not the mowing the lawn. I want to keep those. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Oh man. But thank you again, brother, for coming on and, uh, check him out guys. Check him out. Uh, go get his book. Uh, Go see Viking Nurse on YouTube. You'll you'll find them too. Uh, and thank you again. And and God bless you guys out there. And look, stay strong. Get his book. And God bless you guys. And like I always tell folks, have a positive expectation of God's goodness in your life each and every day. God bless you guys. So hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast and share this podcast because there you know you need to get leadership tips out there. And have a positive expectation of God's goodness in your life each and every day. Hey, if you want to find out more about what I do, go to joedietrich.com. Go to joedietrich.com and see what we're up to. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.